What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you got on a foodie Friday? Man, I'm so stuffed. I can't even talk properly right now, okay? So okay. I made my way out to El Monte, and I went to this place called El Taco Man that was suggested Ooh. by Rolando mm. from Baldwin Park. So shout out to him. And I had their carnes de tacos. I had two with salsa verde, and they told me I had to try the torta. So here I go, even though, you know, I'm on a diet. But their torta de carne asada con salsa verde, this is where you guys need to go get some tacos. They're so... Is it really? Good. Yeah. Make that drive, because I know you guys, you know, don't live close to Montana. Listen, I used to live in that general region. I lived in Pasadena. I used to get out that way all the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't live out way out there anymore, but I am not opposed to driving. Okay, it's not that far from the radio station, to be no. honest with you. Yeah, like, it's, it's a 20-minute 20 20 minute drive, really. It's so, so. good. Yeah. So if you guys are talk, I know you guys. Right. You guys love food. You guys love tacos. Yeah, I do. Of course. Yeah. Text me. I want. It. I want the name. I want it. I want it. El Taco I want Man. It. That's pretty easy to remember. I was gonna yeah. say that's that's a basic one. I can remember that. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys have recommendations for a small business that you guys think that we should go visit, or I should go visit actually, and eat there, gain some pounds, um, hit me up at unique u n w e q underscore, or you can hit up ESPN Los Angeles on Twitter, Instagram, and we will check it out. Okay. There you have it. So make sure you check it out. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right, real quick, before we get to these calls here at 877-710-ESPN, LZ brought up a great point today, which is, man, there's so much. There's a plethora of great sports here Mm -hmm. in Southern California and a very limited capacity at the moment. So if you could be one of those lucky people to go see any one of these teams that are balling right now, which team would you go see? But you can only pick one. But before we get to that, if you're a breakfast lover – Today, for me, is a controversial day, but for some, it is not. It is a joyous day, Mm. and it is National Eggs Benedict Day. Nope. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Get behind me, devil. the fireworks going on in the background (laughs) of my house because we're so excited? Hold on. Okay. Now, I am not an Eggs Benedict person. I feel like Eggs Benedict is not. Like I just I don't I don't love the look of it I don't love the texture of it I don't love the only thing I like maybe is the sauce. However, my wife Kelly loves her some eggs Benedict. Anytime there is a brunch situation, she is going eggs Benedict nine times out of ten. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, now we don't brunch as often as we once did prior uh, to the children. Uh, but occasionally, that's your own fault. That's your own fault. Right? No, no. I the know. Brunch led to the children. So the brunch no, led to the children. No longer children. brunch. We, right. we 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 partake in other romantic uh, things. But now that we have two small children, there's not as many opportunities, and especially in a pandemic. But we uh, we, we 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 take care of that stuff at home. Okay. Uh, but she loves eggs Benedict. I'm like, Ugh, what are you doing? Like that is just kind of my look at her. Is it the hollandaise sauce for her? Is it? The I, bacon? I don't know. You want it? me to ask her? I need to know why she's wrong. Okay. Okay, so that's fair. I will call her. You guys talk amongst yourself. I'll go okay, get it. Okay. So let me let me let me let me introduce my feelings about um, eggs Benedict. Now, okay. for those of us that are in the room, this is a visual medium. That's a joke. It's an audio medium. But raise your hand if you're a fan of eggs Benedict. My hands down. Just my hands record. hella up. Your it's hand all the way is up. up to the sky. Up to the but sky. I'm not that my sky. My point but, you know. here is that eggs Benedict, LZ, not for us. You know what I'm saying? This is very much on the not for us scale because I'm with George on this. I look at X-Men. I'm like, nah, a little too saucy. Hollandaise, often sloppy. 
Not really here you for tripping. that. I like a runny egg. Uh, so I can, like a little bit of a mess on my breakfast plate, mm, but I'm mm, not here for it mm, when it comes to eggs Benedict. That just, ah, yeah, I'm not. I'm right, not so, LZ is not for me. So LZ, Clinton, Laura, I know Laura likes it. Greg obviously likes it. So uh, <laughs> perhaps they're. See what I mean? I would have said that they're. Greg, no. point of consistency no. here. I would have said no. that it could have been a cultural thing, but Laura may be the outlier in this situation. But my wife is more of the Caucasian persuasion like Greg. <laughs> uh, so I feel like we're on to something here. But she is here. You guys no. can now grill her uh, oh. appropriately. Hold on. All righty. I'm just now learning that it's actually uh, National Eggs Benedict Day. I did not know this. So okay, I have the sort first of sad question. sad that I missed out the whole day. <laughs> I have the first question, which is, when is the first time you realized Eggs Benedict was going to be a thing for the rest of your life? College. Probably college when, you know, like booze started coming into mm-hmm. brunches. And <laughs> Wait, you were brunching in college? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay. Come on. So we, we own something. We own a whole other conversation now. <laughs> I didn't know what brunch was so I was in grad school, but keep going. Wow. So you're like, you, you, I missed out on most of today. You missed out on most of excellence in your life. So that's that's pretty sad. Well, I couldn't afford brunch back then anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> oh, we went to cheap brunches. I mean, we didn't do, you know, like bougie brunches. We didn't, you know. Not like George likes now. Like we have to do bougie brunches. We can't do like with crab stuff. meat and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing about uh, eggs Benedict is you can personalize it, right? You can mm-hmm. get like lump crab. You can get a tomato and avocado, like a California oh, Benedict. But, mm-hmm. but wait, can... California Benedict. But I am not familiar. There's yes, no aspect yes. of the eggs Benedict that you're, you're not talking about the actual eggs Benedict though. No, no, but, no. She's right. No, she's, <laughs> she's right. There's George a, is an eggs Benedict purist. I love this. But, even though but I'm just it. curious. There's no aspect of this dish that you're not into. No. Because once I you mean, get the poached egg and like holiday sauce protein, for me, I'm out. You got your protein with the eggs. You've got your salty protein with the ham. Okay. You've got the. Delicious- wait, wait, wait. Are, are you white? <laughs> Have you met me? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> making sure I have all the information. <laughs> I want all the information before I make a verdict. Okay. okay. Uh, and you've got the, um, you know, you got the extra fattiness and the creaminess with the hollandaise, and then you've got the English muffin. And the only mm. thing that I don't like is sometimes when you go to a bre- breakfast place, they don't give you like a side of potatoes with it because they're like, oh, the carb is in the English muffin. And to that, I say is garbage. Mm-hmm. And that's should, what it is. You it's should always English have muffin. a side of hash browns or home fried potatoes. Kelly, it starts with the English muffin. Deep breath. That's where your hang up is? It, it, it starts with, yeah. What it, should it, we put it, it on? Throw, well, a piece you know, of toast. You can't customize an English muffin. They're nooks and crannies. There's English muffins. You can muffin customize that. Not. It's the texture. Listen, it's, it's the, you it's know what it is? Up, it's got to hold up to the sauce, LZ. I, I need more along the lines of sausages, biscuits, and gravy. Well, you're not wrong there. I need So I need that kind of bread. Well, so, just think So you got just the English of, muffin. It's already like, eh. Think of the English muffin as a biscuit and the hollandaise as gravy and just trick your mind and try it and you'll love why it. Why do I so need why to work that hard when I can just that? buy the stuff that right. I really want? That, I'm with you. Like, Why trick ourselves into sort of an upsold version of fancy <laughs> biscuits and gravy when we could just get biscuits and gravy? I'm because not knocking your taste buds. Because way more accessible than a good biscuits and gravy is, I think. Oh, biscuits and gravy is like point. an art form. You know, I don't eat you, those at just any places. I will tell you this, Kelly. To your point, I know I've told at least two restaurants to take it off their menu. What, I've, I've, I've called people. I've called my server over, asked him to take it away. That was this awful. This is blasphemy. And take that it, it should be removed <laughs> from the menu. Okay, I have one last question okay, on along this side. Is there a place where, for lack of a better term, those of your ilk go to get eggs Benedict that they don't tell others about because the eggs Benedict is that good? Oh, I don't. 
I mean, I'm not getting like the eggs Benedict at like a chain place. I'm getting okay. it more of like an artisan type experience. Bespoke place. Ooh, like experience. I wouldn't. Yeah, like yeah, Very it's, fancy. it's not like a yeah. That's that's the bouginess in me. Is I probably wouldn't get it from like a chain place, but it's got to be like a. It's an experience, you know. Oh. It's, it's your experience. I think you guys are really missing out on the experience. No, that's no, no. I, I kicked that tire and I decided <laughs> to take the bus instead. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I don't it's know you ass. very well. Like, what are we talking about? But George, eggs, for George, I'm going to say this lastly. <laughs> every single person I know who orders eggs Benedict, who I know in real, real life, kind of sucks. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, there's a <laughs> transitive property element Thanks, there man. where I'm like, wow. no, Greg, I've never eaten hey, with you. Hey, uh, I just I, caught I, that. I'm talking about people that I've eaten meals with. You know, it's like, oh, that's ex-Benedict guy. You know what I mean? And you don't want to be ex-Benedict guy. Even if you're like you're a normal person and you're perfectly fine, ex-Benedict guy is Now, do you believe guy. that there's a difference between ex-Benedict guy and ex-Benedict girl? Perhaps. That there is. is. There is definitely a difference. So, I don't so have now, data now we have really isolated Greg. Now. I don't have enough data points <laughs> for that. Definitely yeah, a difference. Sedona yeah. is married to someone who loves it. So he has to say yes, and then LZ said yes, and I said Oh, yes, no, so. I tell her it's trash. I don't like it oh, anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. diplomacy goes but, a long yeah. way, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it is ex-Benedict Day. Uh, so there's that. 877-710-ESPN. Are you an ex-Benedict person? Do you judge ex-Benedict people like we do, clearly, on Man. this show? Like you couldn't uh, even use the- real bacon. Like Canadian bacon's not even the real deal. I'm there's with you. nothing about yeah. this meal. Customize <laughs> it. Customize it, like It is not said. endearing. I'm with no, you. No. I mean, Canadian bacon is delicious anyway. I get it on pizza. Yeah, it's good stuff. You get Canadian Greg. bacon on pizza? You get Canadian bacon Yes, pizza? absolutely. You can see. You guys like I want no wonder your mic doesn't a, work sometimes, bro. <laughs> that is a Hawaiian pizza, by the way. Canadian bacon is on a Hawaiian pizza, just so we're clear here. Not necessarily. No, that's no. not yeah, true. You that's just get true. regular yes. ham. Then they would yeah. call it Canadian no, pizza. No, that's Canadian bacon and pineapple. No, it's yes. not. It's ham. You don't even what? like pineapple on your why, pizza. Why would Hawaiians, Canadian bacon, why would Hawaiians yeah. import in Canadian bacon to call something a Hawaiian pizza? Right. When they can just, they have plenty of pigs in, in Hawaii yeah. that they can just make ham well. from. Yes. Yeah. Spam you know what this feels too, like? Just this same. feels exactly like when I when we found out that the Eurostep was actually done like 50 years earlier by Elgin Baylor. Right. And all this time, we surrendered it to the Eurostep that was popularized by the Argentine, but we can keep talking about how messed up this all is. Yeah. This is what this conversation about eggs Benedict reminds me of. This is there erasure, is what you're saying? There you go. Exactly. Um, in the interim, um, one thing that also uh, isn't great is the fact that Dennis Schroeder is hurt, than, hurt worse than we thought at this point. Uh, so Frank Vogel is telling us that apparently he has an infection. What is it with all the feet infection with the Lakers right now? Um, you know, you got the big toe. Now you've got the big ball of the foot uh, infected, or the little ball of the foot in this too case much, with Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Maybe he's an ex-Benedict guy. But, yeah, so apparently he uh, is playing through it. He, they feel like it's okay to play through. But he's saying that, yeah, it, it's a tough situation out there for him. Man, for as great as these teams are or have been, they have been struck by the injury bug. Like, we were talking about Cody Bellinger, if you missed it earlier, if you're just tuning in, uh, fracturing his fibula, and he's not day-to-day, uh, according to uh, Dave Roberts, <laughs> not day-to-day. Uh, and now Dennis Schroeder's dealing with something. We got Andre Drummond. At least AD's coming back. But LZ is a an infirmary uh, right now in Southern California. It is, but I need to know exactly which pedicurists these brothers are seeing so I can avoid them. I know, right? They're clearly getting the wrong Manny Petties. Like, what is a foot infection? What What does that even mean? I don't want to know. 
Like, I don't want to talk, talk foot infections, but I will tell you this. The injury factor of this season, and we talked about this two day, you know, a day ago, George, I think is catching up. I, I asked you yesterday, do you think that this is actually catching up with the league in a way that we have to talk about? Yeah. I think today we can look at this pretty cleanly and say, oh, Ben Simmons, Monster Jam, um, can say, hey – the shortened season, the shortened off season, excuse me. Yes. The sort of rush season. It, it's just these little sort of bumps, bites, and bruises, as we used to call them uh, on this network in the NFL. They're adding up, you know? And so things like, yeah, toe infections, whatever, they're going to keep you out because I just think that the regular life cycle of the athletic body is just not where it is, you know? And I'm not mad at people for that, you know? I'm not going to call anybody who got hurt in 2020 or 2021 sort of injury prone or whatever because. It's just a different body cycle, you know, and I, I, it's a bummer. But this is, you know, this is why we play the games. I, I just want to know why they got nasty feet. That's I, what I want to know. How did you get a foot infection? Like, what's infecting it? <laughs> you guys aren't curious about that. It's not no. because it doesn't sound like it's like, you know, like I, 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 like it doesn't sound as if it was something that happened on the court, right? It sounds like he was out doing something. And his feet got exposed to some germs or something. I'm just trying to figure out what he got going on. Right, got and it could have been just something as simple as a cut, LZ, and right. that got infected. Some, some bad socks. But he he had no alcohol, no rubbing alcohol in the house. Everybody I mean, I don't know, you know. But some men LZ are stubborn. You know what I mean? Like some vaporu. Yeah, yeah, some vaporu. Vaporu, vaporu, ben gatorade. That's the yeah. cure. Um, so I don't know, or but some it, Windex it, or something. It does him <laughs> Windex. It does feel <laughs> weird what is happening here, but yeah, there is a pedicure problem uh, with the Lakers right now. Uh, coming up next, we've got the Aaron Donald update, and boy, I don't blame him for punching that dude in the face. Is all I'm going to say. We'll have that. We'll take your calls. We didn't do that there because we got into Benedict talk. Sorry, uh, but if you got one place to go during the limited capacity, this is LZ's question of the day today. It was a great one. Uh, with all the great sports going on here in Southern California, where are you headed? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Aaron Donald update, all coming up in three and a half minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, yeah. Sedano, LZ, and Cap, Clint Yates hanging out today. What up? So a texter, or excuse me, a tweeter rolled in Mm. and said, uh, this is Joe Cha, okay? He says, I hate to say it. Greg is right for once, and he wrote once really big. Wow. Uh, Canadian bacon is the official ham that goes on Hawaiian pizza. Now, I have done the research on this, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, that is not necessarily the case. Uh, it says <laughs> Canadian bacon or ham, ah. uh, according to many Shock. of these pizza sites that I'm on, uh, including Hawaiian pizza's Wikipedia page says that the Canadian invention was brought over by a Greek immigrant, so it wasn't even done in Hawaii. Oh. Ah. Wow. I feel deceived. So who and, are the official purveyors of the, of the ruling? Like, who do we go to on, you know, for, for this actual ruling? Like, who's, who are the officials in this official ruling? 
Do we know? I don't know. I mean, we can call uh, Pizza Hut. Call somewhere in Hawaii. <laughs> pizza Hut, yeah. Right. Yeah, let's just call Hawaii and see who picks I up I mean, the it's, it's, it, it's domestic. It's not like we're calling, you know, internationally. Say, you want to call the Hawaiian embassy? Because that's not a I thing, don't know. But... Call like a Hawaiian pizza place. Like, look, let's okay. look it up on like I'll Google do some or research. Something. I'll do some background research. All next right. time I come, I'll have big, big, big Hawaiian pizza details next time I return. I want some yeah. information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was, uh, it says here, uh, as we know today, Hawaiian pizza is a classic American-style cheese pizza topped with ham and pineapple. Uh, variations may include bacon in place, uh, in, in, in place of or in addition to ham, uh, but some gentleman with the last name of Panopoulos, Panopoulos uh, who is Greek, uh, says that his major contribution was adding uh, the pineapple. Yeah. So, and he is Canadian. Um, so, and then he added the Canadian bacon part of it. So it was brought over by a Greek immigrant. Okay. All right. So there you have it. That according to the Food Network website. That seems reliable. Yeah, I think so. I so think Greg is wrong because it just feels good to say that. <laughs> yeah, there's that oh, too. Terrible. All right. So real quick before we get to the calls here. Actually, you know what? Let's take these damn calls. Yeah, let's these do the calls. have been waiting yeah. on hold. Yeah. Let's go to Zach and Chino Hill. Zach, if you had one spot. Limited capacity right now. One team in Southern California. Who are you watching? It has to be the L.A. Lakers. And here's my reason. I remember when Jordan Clarkson, Wayne Ellington, Ryan Kelly, Robert C. Curry, Jordan Hill was my starting five. I was a <laughs> fan then, and I'm a fan now. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson, by the way, could be sixth man of the year this year. But I, I feel you. Trust me. I get you. So, But thank you, Zach. Okay. I get it, man. It was a long six or seven years for those for Laker fans. Rough. And Clinton's here rolling his eyes. Six or seven years. Six or seven years. Well, to be fair to that point, the hardest part was the end of it before, you know, when LeBron first got here. Like, people underrate how terrible that was. Reminder, Magic Johnson himself walked away from the team. And it was weird. Like, I'm not saying that's a knock anybody, but that was as bad as it's ever been. You know, and this is where I credit Planet LeBron, as I like to call him, you know, because Planet LeBron crashed into Laker Nation and then they had to figure it out. Right. It took some definitive changing of guards in order for this to work. So I understand yep. that completely. The end was harder than, I think, sort of the in-between because you can look back on the rest. But when it came crash landing down and Urban walked away with that indelible meme, I'm not going to be here. You know, that was weird for the franchise. Yeah. But they figured yeah, it out. Yeah. That was weird. I'll never forget being on the air that afternoon and oh, that yeah. happening and me going, what? <laughs> And I just said, I just, whoever the, I don't remember who the board up was that day. And I just said, yo, just pot this up right now. <laughs> just put on Magic Johnson right now. And then he was saying all his stuff. And I was like, wow. And then they asked, like, LeBron. LeBron's like, I don't know what the hell was happening. Like, yeah. man, that was the one thing, Magic. I can't believe he didn't tell LeBron. That was a crazy time. I mean, flat out. And that's why, again, that's why I give LeBron so much credit for yeah. what he's done, not just for this franchise, but overall for the NBA. He saved right. one of the most important franchises in the league, you know, and people forget about the fact that the Kobe thing happened in between basically yeah. that and COVID, and it's right. just like, wow, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a lot to happen in this franchise. Let's go to Elbert in Crenshaw. What's up, Elbert? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's hey. up, bro? Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm to answer your question, I'm going to go with the Lakers. The Lakers, because there's just so much history there. Don't get me wrong. Dodgers have a lot of history there, too. But just looking up, just by looking up at the rafters, seeing all the Hall of Fame jerseys retired, especially Kobe's. I'm a big Kobe fan. Um, and just the dim lights, just a whole different feeling, being, just being at the at Staples Center, watching the Laker game. And then we have LeBron and AD. Like, 
Like, who knows how long LeBron's going to be here, but, you know, yeah, Lakers all the way. Okay, fair enough. Nice. Uh, let me go. To, let me sque- squeeze in Thomas and Fullerton real quick because he's been on hold for a long time. Go ahead, Thomas. Hey, guys. Uh, so I would also pick the Lakers, and I'll tell you why. March 2020, last year, I had tickets to go see the Lakers versus the Nuggets Whoa. on the 15th. And I was I was primed and ready to go, man. Like, yeah. I love the Lakers. And I bought myself good seats for me and my brother to go watch that game. Yeah. And usually I sit up at the top, uh, but we were ready to go. And, uh, you know, as it turned out, you know, they had canceled the games. But uh, I've, been, I've been dying to go back. So definitely so I would love to go see. This is the person I uh, wish we could give tickets to. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, you know? I wish we That's could give you tickets to Clinton's point. Yeah, That's a good I, story. That we don't have any to give away. But, um, yeah. but yeah, like it's it's just crazy. Right. Like you, you missed out by one game, basically. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were. I just wanted to see that matchup, you know, with the, with the centers and uh, just that team, you know, last year they were on fire. So, uh, but yeah, definitely would love to go back to a Staples Center for sure. All right, pal. Thank you so much. Um, so here's the deal with Aaron Donald, real quick, and we hmm. could discuss. We could continue this discussion on the other side, but he, here is the the gist of what happened with Aaron Donald. If you know. There was a dude who uh, in Pittsburgh who claimed that he just brushed up against Aaron Donald at a club in Pittsburgh, and his lawyer was out there showing pictures of the dude with the busted eye, all swollen shut, and you know busted up arm, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, saying Aaron Donald attacked his client, okay, for brushing up against him at a club. Now, we found that to be peculiar, okay, to say the mm-hmm. least, because you know, look, I'm not saying that Aaron Donald isn't an intimidating dude, right? And he may, you know, everyone has a bad day, but that, you know, this dude's been in public for a long time now, okay? So if it's just a brush up, that feels weird. So of course, the story goes like this, thanks to the surveillance video, of course, at the club that shows DeVincent Spriggs, the gentleman uh, who was suing Aaron Donald, with a bottle in his hand, swinging the bottle. At Aaron Donald because he got kicked out of the alleged party and then getting beat down uh, in that situation by a uh, bevy uh, of people, which included, (laughs) I guess, Aaron Donald, um, and claiming to police and clearly after the fact that he was the victim. But if somebody swings a bottle at you and save this for the other side, I just want to know what your reaction is. I also want to know what is the craziest club encounter you've ever had um, or bar encounter you've ever had. Hit us up right now. 877-710-ESPN. We'll get to all this on the other side. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yes. It's never a Friday without La Vaca. Yeah. This is what you get down. Nope. This sounds like something I would hear at a minor <laughs> league baseball game because that's where the best music in America is played because all the dudes in AA are like 20 and 21-year-old Dominican dudes and they have yeah. all the bangers as their walk-up songs. So mm-hmm. like that's this is what this sounds like. And there's a lot of rum flowing at the bar when Ooh. this song is playing. I'll nice. tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so speaking of the club and the bar, 
Uh, we were talking about Aaron Donald. If you just missed it earlier, uh, we were talking about his situation, and his situation was this. Uh, the dude whose uh, we, name we now know, DeVincent Spriggs, who claimed that Aaron Donald attacked him for brushing up against him at the club. Hmm. It turns out, as we talked about yesterday, there's got to be video of this somewhere, okay? And, of course, there is surveillance video in the nightclub that shows our pal Aaron Donald, okay, evading a large bottle of alcohol being swung at his head, okay, no from way. said he from said first, no yes, way. from said to Vincent Spriggs, okay, <laughs> and so as I told you the other day, I would rather fight a real ram, okay, than fight Aaron Donald. But DeVincent Spriggs brought it on himself in this situation. So Aaron Donald and uh, his uh, friends pummeled him for swinging a bottle at them. And, you know, I kind of get it. I mean, listen, we all knew something more was going to fall out from this conversation because you just don't get to play this many years of football, be double and triple team as often as he is, Never have an incident that made you go, huh? And then all of a sudden you get brushed up against back home and now you just snap. <laughs> like, right. like that was hard for me. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it was hard for me to see Aaron Donald yes. doing any of that based upon my time with him as a reporter and my observation of him as a fan. Yes. Well, okay. I have a question. This happened in Pittsburgh? Correct, his hometown. Okay, and so okay, so there's a couple things at play here. Which, if you're listening, young thugsters and playboys in the streets, number one rule: do not ever swing a bottle at anybody in the club. All right, you deserve every single thing you get after that, whether it be from. I'm not going to say that, but you deserve everything you every single thing you get after that because somebody's going to hit you back plainly. Number two, messing with NFL players in the cities in which they even went to college is a dicey proposition in terms of your odds of winning anything. Number three, messing with NFL dudes in the city they went to college in that are also their hometowns yeah. is a recipe for disaster right. in Seriously. terms of a confrontational method. Do not do this. Know your opponent and play your game. This was unwinnable off the rip for this guy, and I just feel like he got way too wasted and probably reached way farther than he should have just in terms of what he was trying, way. which is why he's even trying to involve Aaron Donald at all when he, in fact, helped him, considering it could have been worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of those things work well in the players' club, for lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? You're violating on multiple fronts there, my guy. Never mind the fact that you showed up with a busted eyeball because you probably shouldn't have been in there to begin with. Not a good situation at all. No. Gre hey, Greg, you ever throw anything at anybody at one of your little clubs growing up? <laughs> When you look, <laughs> no, no, I would never throw anybody anything at anybody, especially not I, at a club. I, I will I say this: I have the, seen, I have seen the bottle fly. Okay, <laughs> at a nightclub in the past, a little airmail. Yeah, and then what I have seen right after that. Okay, this is like late '90s, early 2000s. Okay, um, what I have seen right after that bottle flew is once they found the dude that threw the bottle. Is Woo. that the bouncers came with those? Remember those, you know, those big mag lights? Yeah, those things hurt. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, those are weapons beyond yes. illumination elements. Yeah, those are batons. Basically, I saw a dude try to high block that thing, like Daniel San. Okay, huh. in the Karate Kid, <laughs> and all of a sudden that arm 
went crack. And like, oh. you could just see it. And it was like, everybody's like, oh no, watch the bottle. Oh, no. oh, here comes the bouncers. Oh my God. And immediately an entire nightclub. I'm talking about at least a thousand people. Okay. I'm not exaggerating by it. This is a big megaplex type place. And the entire place is watching all this happen. And as the dude, you could see him going, oh, no, this is going to be really bad. And he throws his arm <laughs> up. The mag light's coming down, and the whole place goes, oh. oh. I hate that. I hate that. Because me. that arm went crack, and that dude went down after that. And I don't even know what happened after the fact, after the arm cracked, because I'm sure there was more whooping after that. But, uh, yeah, don't throw the bottle. Don't use the bottle as a weapon in the club. It is. It's a in general, point. starting fights in the club is Not never good. the move. You know never. what I'm saying? You want to scrap outside the club? Come talk to your boy Yeehaw. I've been you, in a couple of scraps outside the club and by a couple, I mean many. But you, you don't start them inside of the no, premises. That's stupid. No. You can't cover all the angles, you okay, can't. inside right. the club. Speed and right. space, baby. You got to figure out what's going on with your offense so you can implement your down lineman, you know what I mean, and get that thing moving so you can move the chains. You don't want to be inside where you got all sorts of variables happening. No, that's just dumb, you know, on, on a lot of levels. Plus, I mean, did you buy that bottle? <laughs> Because we know how much they jack up the prices in the clubs. Did you purchase the bottle? Right. And then just threw the money out the window and then got your ass kicked? Or did you grab someone else's bottle? Which means you should have gotten your ass kicked. Double violation. You- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent question. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Don't uh, do that in Acapulco. I get the feeling you get your ass whooped again. <laughs> Laura, what's the worst nightclub experience fight you've ever seen? Scrap. So it- – it involved me, but it didn't involve me because uh, my friend and her dude were getting into it. So I separated them. You know, they were drunk. And the guy swung and hit me. So oh, no. that's like the worst one I've ever Wait, been involved in. A dude hit you? Yeah, he like he didn't mean to. Like he tried because I was pulling them away. And he tried to, you know, get loose. So he, when he f- flew his hand, it hit me. A lot of dudes are not really nice with the hands. Things, mm-hmm. Dudes think they can fight. But they cannot accurately land blows. They just know that they can get aggressive enough to want to confront somebody physically. Very different discussion. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of people catch a lot of strays in the club because somebody was trying to wail on somebody and just did not know how to connect. That sucks. I'm oh, sorry, my God. Me. Listen, fighters, wannabe fighters, if your elbows are not in your peripheral vision, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. If yeah. you're fighting and you don't know where your elbows are located, you're probably not fighting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My fighting uh, days so are over. But he's hit exactly us up. Right. What is the craziest <laughs> club fight scene you've seen? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Uh, coming up next, the Dodgers are in fuego, and you have no idea, despite some bad news that we reported earlier, if you didn't hear that about Cody Bellinger, uh, he has a fractured fibula, and there's no timetable on his return. The good news is there's a lot of dudes on the Dodgers who are balling right now, so much so it's historic. We've got that and a special birthday shout-out coming up in three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Come on, man. 
Mm. So there is – Rakata is, like, funny because that's, like, such a Latino thing. Like, when yeah. I when I grew up – see, everyone's got, like, a different version of that, okay? Because um, I was watching MLB Network the other day, and who's the dude – the first baseman played for the Tampa Bay Rays, played for the Oakland A's, played for the Red Sox. Magoria? No, no. He uh, – Hispanic. Carlos Pena, okay? Oh. Um – He's on MLB Network, and yeah. I was watch- they did a commercial with him where he's, like, talking about – it shows him, like, little Carlos hitting a home run, and he says, placata, when he hits the ball, right? And, you know, he breaks the window, whatever. It's like a funny commercial. He's got, like, a press conference. They're asking him about the origins of placata, right? But in this song, you hear, racata. So when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and Laura – this is – only Laura can understand this. When I was growing up, we didn't do racata or placata, but I did fuacata. Okay, so like, you know, there are different variations of this, but basically it's some crappy made up word that we just say to just let it rip. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like blacka. That's what we will with the BL, you know, in, right. the, in many cases in, in our right. community. Yep. Laura, you feeling me? Right. Yeah, man. I, I was thinking I was like, what was ours? But my mom had so many. Yeah. Actually, Rakata was one and then Pew 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 was another one. Like, pew. like literally Pew Pew Pew. And I was like, mom, what is that? Like as a child, she's like, just go with it. I was like, yeah, okay. Pew Pew Pew. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm with you. Um, so anyway, we have a uh, Steve Mason video up on ESPN Los Angeles, his Twitter account right now. And uh, people are enjoying this video, let's just say. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. has weighed in. O'Shea Jackson Jr. has weighed in. All the juniors uh, have weighed in. And uh, perhaps the seniors as well. But it is a video, and you need to see this right now, on ESPN at ESPN Los Angeles, of Mason swinging in some man-made swing on the coast of some place, I presume Mexico. All, all um, swings are man-made. And, well, right. I guess that's true. That's <laughs> fair. But this one, this one looks less industrial, let's say. Okay. All right, um, I go with that. Right. So there you go. And it, he is swinging uh, really literally up against the ocean. Um, not doing a great job of swinging. Um, and also, LZ, how would you explain his attire? <laughs> tired. He has tired attire. His shorts are so billowy that if a boat went by and ran out of gas, he could use them for a sail. <laughs> That's terrible to say. It's okay. terrible to wear. But it's also accurate. <laughs> so there's a couple things I have to note from this video. That Number one, this looks like a lovely, lovely vista, if you will. Like, it looks like he should not be swinging on the swing in that direction. He should be swinging in the other direction as the, Facing water, the water is yeah. the, on the other side. Right. Why, uh, why are you swinging towards Are the, you guys like brand new? Yeah. Are you guys, where do you think Mace wants his face to be seen? Right, on the camera. That's fair. I on mean, I camera. get that. Exactly. But, but someone in the camera can also, couldn't they just be in the water a little bit? Or you could just turn around and give them a little over-the-shoulder look. Y'all don't know right. about that because you're not yeah. sexy. Ooh, but I'm just saying. Ooh, okay, so there's that. Play Number two. Jackson when you do it. Thank you. You know what I mean? Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Um, and so I don't know that Mason knows how to swing. Like, mm. it's been a long oh, time. This is not right a there. riding the bike situation. <laughs> All right? I have to run a tutorial with Mace on how to get it moving on the swing. His legs are not you know, the form of the buckling of the legs yeah. and the kickback out. None of that is happening. No. This is bad playground mechanics. Yeah. And I say that because he clearly has not been coached well, not because he has no talent. This is a coaching failure. On a lot of levels, alas. He looks happy. Yes, very much so, which is all so, that matters. You know, as it was at the end of the day, that's all that matters right now. But when he sure. comes back to the station, 
I mean, the business. When was the last time you wore cargo shorts like that, LZ? Man, who you talking to? That Steve Mason has on right now. Like, what year? Who are you talking to? Do you think I'm running around with cargo shorts on? I'm just saying there had to be a year. There had to have been a year you wore something like that. This is a great question. I mean, let me look at this again. Because I don't know if I ever. No, I'm not buying that. That's a brazen lie. You're trying to tell me you never wore cargo shorts anywhere? Not to the Home Depot flower shop? Not to the day party somewhere in West Hollywood? The context of this video is not what you're talking about. He's on vacation chilling on a swing at the beach. With cargo shorts on. Now, if you're asking me if I wear cargo shorts when I'm working around the house, when I'm running a Home Depot, when I go to like a music festival and I need to carry my weed, my money, my phone, and everything That's fair. else. There you go. Then yeah, yeah cargo <laughs> shorts. But swinging on the beach. That is fair. That is I fair. Wear, I've never done this. Yeah, that is fair. <laughs> okay. The terrain okay. does matter, I would yeah. say. Staples um, Center now, a place you need cargo shorts. Yeah, oh, definitely need to. The cargo shorts in LA, that, that's going to skyrocket. Yeah. People are going to be going back to Old Navy for some of those real quick. <laughs> Um, by the way, Dina Rogers tweets us and says, the swing is too low for him. He can't use the right form. So she's blaming the terrain on that. No, 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 no. He needs to bend his knees, step all the way back, and get some air. Oh, that's yeah. true. He could do that. He could, yeah, he could, he could propel you can, himself. You, 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 you prop yourself up on the yes. rocks, and you get the movement yeah. going first. Come on, guys. So go to ESPN Los Angeles' Twitter account, and you can see for yourself. In the interim um, – mm-hmm. A group that is taking care of business and properly executing are the Dodgers. So they are in fuego. Uh, Here's the deal. Here are the OPS leaders for the Dodgers on base plus slugging. Okay. Justin Turner, 1.321. That is like insane. Like crazy, historic good. Okay. Max Muncie, 1.201. Also crazy, historic good. Right. Funky Mm -hmm. monkey. Yeah. Mookie Betts, 1.028. Really, really impressive, okay? As what it should be. Okay, then you've got Smith, Seager, Taylor, McKinstry after that. Smith at 1.009. Seager at .998. Taylor at .987. McKinstry at .974. All excellent, by the way, okay? Now, here's the deal. They're the first team in the modern era, okay, to have seven players with a OPS of higher than 950 through 13 games and a minimum of 30 plate appearances. The only other team to even have six was the 1932 Yankees. Like, that's how far back you have to go. You have to go back almost 100 years, okay, since you've had a lineup this freaking good. Wow. Wow. LZ, I watch a lot of baseball, as you know. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, something will happen. Like they always say, "Oh, you're gonna watch. You go to the ballpark, you're gonna see something you've never seen that day." But that's not necessarily true if you're just watching it on TV. But every once in a while, something will happen. I'll be like, "Damn!" And I was watching them play the Rockies the other day, two nights ago, and they. Were, I just kept thinking to myself, like, "Yo, this lineup, as we like to say, it don't quit." You know what I mean? Like, there's no soft spots in the lineup. It's not even just about everybody sort of being hot right now, George. It's like you just can't. It's 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 a matchup disaster almost for everybody involved. There's a reason why they're so. It's it's amazing to me how good that lineup is. And when you see it, and you're just thinking, man, if you're on the other team, there's just no breaks. There's none. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 just better hope you get lucky and somebody's having an off night. You know, rolls over on one because they are going to match the ball as evidenced by the stats. It's it's obvious to the naked eye as much as it is obvious to the stats eye as well. It's it's again, I'm not going to say I'm embarrassed by these riches. 
But man, this team is deep. And and I'm still going back and forth between them and the Lakers because for us to still have that level of defense without I'm assuming everyone agrees our two best defensive players, certainly our two most versatile defensive players. Right. And, and for, for those that te- don't know, real quick, Cody Bellinger out with a fractured fibula. Uh, Dave Roberts told reporters today, and he said that uh, there is no timetable on his return. Yeah, the kind of depth that both these teams have really highlights how competent the front offices are for both franchises. And I am just like – when I think about how deep this Dodger squad is and that Dustin May is fighting just to make sure he's included in the playoff roster when he's throwing heat <laughs> and his presence yes. isn't even guaranteed, that's how good we are. Holy cow. It's crazy. It's so, we're so good that Dave Roberts could throw the brother out the clothes on Jackie Robinson Day for the hell of it. Wow. I love it. We love to see it. Jackie Robinson Day, by the way, scorecard disaster if you're at the game. Because everyone's on the same number. Very <laughs> For those scoring at home. You know, for those scoring at home, a.k.a. Clinton Yates and his friends, um, yeah. it's a tricky one on this day. Good Lord. So, anyway, it is wild. Uh, we've got a great birthday coming up. We'll, uh, we'll get that in and what you need to know as well. Um, and good news if you're the Lakers. There's good news, but uh, it may not be coming as quickly as you thought. All right. We'll explain what that's all about in about three minutes. We'll be back here on 710 ESPN.